Hey, business building warrior. It's another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. So excited to be coming to you with so many great things lined up. Here we are plowing through spring 2023 and the calendar is filling up with some amazing things that will be happening the rest of this year. So many great interview episodes lined up for you. If you happen to be new around here, maybe this is one of your first episodes that you're listening to, I would strongly encourage you, please listen to 5, 10, or 20 more episodes where we interview some of the successful students of our flagship training course. I'm talking about the Proven Amazon course, available only at provenamazoncourse.com. We have hundreds of interviews that we've done over the past few years, dozens of recent examples of people who are succeeding wildly using the training and the content, the flagship course leading the industry, helping people succeed on Amazon. And you can hear story after story after story. You jump into our Facebook group, you're going to find about 1,700 tagged examples of people sharing the success that they're having with the training that we have to offer. So we're very excited to have you as a new listener. For those who've been around a while, hey, this is one of those episodes where we're going to hear from Brian and Robin Joy. You've come to love them recently. They've recorded a handful of episodes. They always have some great insights. And if you weren't aware, these are two of the coaching directors on our team. We have about 60 coaches on our team, divided up into a handful of teams, each with a director. Well, Brian and Robin Joy are directing one of those teams. If you didn't know this about our coaching program, you should know all 60 of our coaches are people who have been through the Proven Amazon course. They succeeded at a very high level and caught our attention. And then we recruited them to become coaches because they also had a teacher's heart and they believed in the vision of what we're trying to do around here. They're confident, they're accomplished, they're eager to train others. That's the kind of coach that you want to have. So Brian and Robin Joy manage a coaching team made up of several of the coaches on our team. And they also do a lot of coaching themselves, which makes them very qualified to make observations about what students are struggling with, what questions they have, some of the struggles that they're facing day to day. So today they're going to jump in and talk about a topic that I think is very interesting. We don't do a lot of mindset type of discussions around here very often, but something that they've pointed out that's been very helpful in their business, and they emphasize it in their students as well, is you need to take time to celebrate the wins. So what are those check marks? What are those points where you can confidently pat yourself on the back and say, well done, I did it. I crossed a new benchmark. I've made it to that next base camp level in my business. What are some of those things you can be looking for as you're building your Amazon or e-commerce business? And they go through some very specific things today that I think you'll really enjoy hearing them go through. But as I was listening to this episode before I sent it to you, I made an observation and that's this. There is some timeless wisdom that you've heard us refer to around here quite often. We draw from biblical lessons and biblical examples the business advice inside the greatest selling book of all time is second to none. So we use a lot of those principles in our day-to-day businesses. And one of them is that you're going to do so much better if you've got an optimistic approach to life, business, health, anything that you do. You're going to do so much better. This is science. You're going to come out so far ahead if you take a positive approach versus having a skeptics or a negative approach. Even going so far as saying that more people will want to work with you, which means you'll put more money in the bank, you'll have 
better relationships. You'll be healthier yourself. It just fuels positivity into every area of your life to have optimism. But you can't just turn on optimism. You can't just make a choice one day. Oh, I'm going to be optimistic. I just made a decision. I used to be pessimistic and skeptical all the time. Now I'm going to be optimistic and positive all the time. You can't do that. We're not wired to be able to just flip a switch. It's very difficult. But you can make a choice to have that switch flipped for you almost subconsciously. And it's a little trick that many of us know. It's a biblical thing, actually. Thousands of years in the Hebrew culture and among Christian cultures, they've understood this. And even modern psychology tells you this. Do you know what one little trick will put you into a state of optimism and gratitude? Excuse me, optimism and positivity. I just gave away the secret. It's gratitude. That's right. That's why you're seeing such a trend now. People saying, oh, I keep a gratitude journal. I'm starting my day with gratitude. Why is that? That puts you into a positive, optimistic, forward-facing state of mind, being well-grounded and grateful for the things that have gotten you to where you are, even the challenges that have taught you lessons. Instead of focusing on the loss, you learn to focus on the lesson, for example, because of gratitude. It is a secret sauce. And things that Rob and Joy and Brian are talking about today, well, those are all things that you're celebrating, you're grateful for, you're remembering, which is a huge word. Remember where you came from. What's the trajectory? You've been learning some things. You've gotten more confident. You're seeing some wins. Yes, you're seeing some challenges and some losses too. But that's the journey. And you look at that trajectory and you're grateful for each new step, each new plateau that you arrive at. You're going to build something very special. More people are going to want to work with you. You're going to attract like-minded people who are on their own journeys towards building something special. So focus on gratitude. That's the little mini lesson I wanted to drop on today's episode before I turn the microphone over to Coach's Corner with Brian and Robin Joy. One last little thing before I hand them the microphone for the rest of the episode. If you aren't coming to our Proven Conference in July, now's the chance to get tickets. July 6th through 8th in Columbus, Ohio. Hundreds of listeners to this program have already registered. We're going to have dozens of our coaches there. A lot of the successful students that you've heard interviewed on this show, they're going to be there talking about their business, sharing very openly how to do their business the right way, what works, what doesn't, what tools we're using, what strategies we're using, plus a whole bunch of new content that's exclusively going to be released and launched at the event itself this year. Go look at theprovenconference.com. The website, again, theprovenconference.com has a list of the topics we're going to be hitting this year, July 6th through 8th in Columbus, Ohio. It's going to be a great event. Hey, if you can't make it, we do have a live stream option that we've just started selling. You can jump into the same private Facebook group as all of the attendees for just a few dollars, and then you can get the content from the comfort of your home. It's all recorded, of course, if you can't watch during the times that we're going live. It's all recorded and captured for you as well as part of the live stream. It's a great deal to lock in live stream because you will save a ton on trying to buy the videos later. The videos will cost more than live stream if you try to buy just the videos later. So you do want to get in on that deal. Go to theprovenconference.com to read about getting tickets or the live stream and all the other details. It's all right there. All right, so let's jump over and have a great Coach's Corner with Brian and Robin Joy Olson. You're going to enjoy this one. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We are your co-hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Robin Joy. And this is Coach's Corner. So we have a kind of a fun topic today. I think it is. You know, this is something that we 
discuss a lot with our coaching clients. Um, and it's a little bit of a mindset shift compared to what they're usually dealing with. Right. You want to introduce the topic? Well, I think we want to talk today about celebrating the wins, even the small ones. We celebrate everything in the Olsen household. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes. Uh, and I think it's important to celebrate everything that you can find because, as I've heard someone say before, what you focus on, you create more of. Mm-hmm. So we want to focus on all the positive things that are going on, right? Right. So there's a there's a pretty good example of that that you always say about carbs, mm-hmm. right? Tell yeah. us what that is. Well, like the first time you buy a car that you like as a brand or color that you've never owned before, all of a sudden you see them everywhere, right? This is the easy example. Oh, I, you know, I bought this, I don't know. Ford Bronco. Yeah, I bought one of the new Ford Broncos. I never even noticed noticed them before. Now that I own one, I see them everywhere, Uh right? Or I didn't know, like, uh, I remember when I first saw the, like, the sort of matte finish on the cars, Yeah. right? And I was like, oh, that's cool. And now I see it everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm in, in tune with that. And so what we're trying to do is um, help get our coaching clients in tune with the positive things that are going on in their business. Because the truth is, sometimes it can, can get a little brutal when you wake up in the morning to an IP complaint or yeah. you wake up in the morning to a customer complaint or something like that. Sure. So we got to turn it around and start focusing on, on the positive things. Right. Let's don't let that be our day. Right. Right. So, so what do we do every morning? Well, every That's morning you're going to ask me. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Well, we we've got a list of things that we go through every morning that we are celebrating. So we get up in the morning. We have we pour a cup of coffee, and we go through some some business items that make us smile mm-hmm. that start our day off well. So tell us what some of those things are, Brian. So the first thing we do is we look at yesterday's sales and we write it down. What was what were the sales yesterday? Yeah. And so much. What do we do? Yes. Yes. We do a fist bump on everything. <laughs> we do right? on everything. Yes. So uh, we celebrate the sales that we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then we're also tracking the sales that we had month to date mm-hmm. and tracking the sales that we had year to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- this is something we do because we want to keep track of those things. Right. But as we're going through, you know, our little tracking list that we do every day, we celebrate every little bit of it and it makes us have a good day. So what else is on that list? Well, I'm just thinking now what we do, but this is what we do. Right. And this is what we sort of coach our clients right. to do as we well. Do. Right. We're focus, focusing on the good things uh, in your business. What were mm-hmm. the sales yesterday? Hey, you had sales yesterday. <laughs> then the other thing is if you're using a tool like uh, re, uh, like Celeboard, you can mm-hmm. pretty easily identify how much profit did I make yesterday? Yes. Right. And some days you're like, oh, I didn't, I thought I made more profit than that. And then, yeah, but you know what? You made profit. But you made profit. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is sometimes the profit number gets marginalized by a shipment that went out that, that right. same day, too. And so that all of your inbound transportation goes against that one day. Sure. Right. Um, or if you happen to have ace, those ASINs on the way into the uh, fulfillment center. But mm-hmm. um, yes, sales yesterday, month to date, year to date, profit. Yesterday, mm-hmm. month to date, year to date. You know what my favorite one is? Oh, yeah, what's that? Feedback from customers. Oh, yes. Love reading feedback from customers. We read it out loud to each other. Uh-huh. Any feedback that we get. Yeah. And uh, if if it's negative feedback, of course, we, we deal with that. We often, though, get positive feedback and we celebrate that. And we actually out loud say thank you to the customer 
That was something I know we, the customer can't hear us, but it's good for us to be grateful for that and know that that is a person who took the time to say something nice about us. Mm-hmm. And we want to show that gratefulness. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about back on the first podcast that we did in the summer of 20 and we were selling, oh, yeah. we were telling Jim about the, all the merchant fulfilled orders that we were doing. Cause that was the way you it was, to do yeah, it back during then. COVID, yes. And um, we would, Thank every single customer, right? As we're mm-hmm. printing a label, thank you, you know, yeah, Janet Mary Adams Joe from, you know, St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis yeah. right. <laughs> thank you, you know, Jim Bob from Orlando, yeah, Florida, wherever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and it was just, yeah, way to be grateful. Way to yeah. focus on the on the gratitude in the business, right? And, and it was for us, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Mary Jo in St. Louis couldn't hear us say that, mm-hmm. but... It really made us, it, it helped our day be better when we could be grateful yeah. for our customers, the people that took time out to say something nice about us. Mm-hmm. But that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, those feedbacks are always great. Yes. Also, if you can embrace when you don't get a good feedback, right? This is going to yes. be challenging mm-hmm. when things are not going in your favor and a, and a, custo- a poor customer feedback can do that to you. Mm-hmm. But instead of, start you off on the wrong foot, you mm-hmm. know, getting in your head in a bad way. How about embracing that opportunity and treating it as a learning experience? Yes. Oh, I've never had this complaint before. Let me see how I can learn from this so I don't get this complaint again, or right. I can figure out how to get this complaint removed. Mm-hmm. I have an example of that. Okay. I, I remember that we got some, some bad, not bad feed. We got some feedback that was a complaint from a customer because they, we were selling some frosting, um, you know, uh, cake icing, mm-hmm. frosting in those little one pound tubs. It was a two pack. And it was, um, it got, it, it exploded on the, you know, inside the poly bag and they got just kind of, kind of got a mess. And so we realized because of that feedback, we realized that we needed to package that better and put stretch wrap around it, make sure it could handle all the juggling and everything. So we can be grateful that that person told us about that because if nobody told us, people could just be, you know, mad and upset and never say anything. So we're really grateful that that person told us about that and gave us the opportunity to correct that situation. Well, I think I heard you telling the story to someone before and it wasn't a feedback. We had to actually I, go digging on that, right? Which is another thing that we do track every morning, which is voice of the customer. Um, and you found it by when we were reviewing Voice of the Customer. That's right. That's true. You're right. We, I found it when I was re- reviewing. When we were, that's one of the things that we do in the morning is yeah. review Voice of the Customer. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That is how we found that. And I was recently telling that story. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the same thing apply, would apply for feedback if that were the case. Well, it just goes to show you there are a lot of places you can look in the business for positive, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of places you can look for potential negative that will help you be better in the business. Right. Uh, voice of the customer is one of those places, mm-hmm. right? And that's one of the things that helped us learn to look at voice of the customer mm-hmm. regularly so that we can catch those things. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the things that was a big celebration point for us back in the day was $100 a day in sales for 30 days. Yes. Oh, right? we tried so hard for so long. But we got it. We got, you know, we get up to, you know, 15 days and then we wouldn't get $100 a day. Like we were trying to get $100 a day. Mm-hmm. For 30 days in a row. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it took forever. You know how you solved that problem? More aces. More aces, yeah. Eventually, right. eventually, that did, so that problem That's solved. That's exactly what we did about it. 
And then the checkbox for us was $500 a day for 30 days. And so yes, on, and right? so on and so on. Right, exactly. Also, we celebrate the daily sales milestones, right? Yep. Aren't we always fist bumping? Yes. 500, 1,000, right? Yes, all right? day long. We're, and if we're not together, mm-hmm. we'll text each other that we notice that yeah. and and celebrate that. And we, we respond to each other. Just the little celebrations that keep us thinking about each other, thinking yep. about our business and, mm-hmm. and thinking about how grateful we are. Yep. Right? Yep. So let's say you don't have any sales yet. Um, okay. You don't have $100 a day, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have uh, any voice of the customers. Yeah, because I'm kind of, you know, still on my first 100 days in. Right. Just sent a shipment or two in. They're all tests. There were no sales yesterday. There, yes. Like. So what other kind of things can you celebrate in the absence of those? Gosh. Uh, help me out. I'm not prepared for this. Oh, one. no. That's um, right here on the out. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I queued it up for you. How many tests <laughs> did I send it? How many tests did I identify? How many tests did I identify? Yes. I yes. like that's a good one. We also celebrate well, like when a shipment goes in. Yes. Right? How many shipments? Sorry. Did we get a shipment this, this week? Shipment second shipment this week? Last week. Is this our second shipment this week? Mm-hmm. And Does this one have our first set of replans in it after we're not just testing anymore? Right. So how many new tests were identified? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, do you have any tests that passed and, went, and made it to your replans list? First, right? that's a solid first time you got a solid replan that's passed the test. Uh-huh. That's exciting. We, do we the, celebrate we these do a little with our right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else. Oh, shipments. We talked about that. Yep. Um, this is an interesting one because I think you can look at it in two ways. Yeah. Which is capital. How much capital do we have to spend? And we do track this in terms of our bank accounts and our mm-hmm. Amazon uh, balance. And uh, any, say, lines of credit or other capital that we have available, right. we are tracking that every day. And we're saying, on the one hand, yes, we have, you know, $3,000 to go spend. Right. Right. But what if we have $0 to go spend? We say, yes, we spent $3,000. Or, yes, we've spent all our available we've capital. Spent all right? of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a celebration in itself. So exactly. you can celebrate that in both ways. And then you could also say, how much capital did we spend this week? Like, if you've got a spending goal, which Mm -hmm. is we're hearing a lot of people talk about, and I agree with. I do, too. um, Then when you hit that goal, that's a celebration, too. Right. Because, Brian, you're the one who always says that. And um, I think this is very important to remember. It is important to spend inventory capital so that you can make money. Mm-hmm. It seems a little wrong, but the celebration of being able to spend that, the alternative is you don't have anything to spend it on, mm-hmm. right? So what cures that? More aces. More aces. Right. That's right. So what? So you do have things to spend it on. That's a good That's position a to be in when you have no capital left, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing I would caution around that is don't spend it all in one week. Right. Or, That's all you spend or all in one ASIN, right? Yeah. Keep your inch deep mile life going, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. That's good. You already brought up the customer feedback. Yeah, that's my favorite uh, one. I, I know it is your favorite one. And um, you like to read those out loud. If you're busy, I'll mm-hmm. read it out loud. And it's and uh, another form of gratitude for our opportunity that we have here. And we do the same thing. Thank you, Mary Jo in mm-hmm. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I hope someone in this group is not named Mary Jo. <laughs> and they live in St. Louis because I'm not yeah. talking specifically about you. Yeah. I'm just making up these names and places. But right. yeah. So we still do that. We also track a number of things every day that that can be sort of indicators about the health of our business overall. Right. right? A little checklist that yeah. we go through right. each and, day. And we've given this to most, if not all, of our coaching yeah. clients to this day, right? So mm-hmm. one of those things is our account health. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking through um, the account health 
if we've got zeros on everything, which is the way we like to keep it, then we're celebrating <laughs> that right. every day. If there's something that pops up, mm-hmm. it can be really challenging. If I mean, trust me, when you still haven't had your first cup of coffee, <laughs> you're looking over your business and you get a, you know, whatever shows up in your account health dashboard, a, an IP complaint, a counterfeit complaint, a whatever, you know, re- restricted policy violation, something like that. It can really set you off. And I have to remember, even to this day, that when that pops up, treat it as an opportunity to learn and still get better in the business, right? Agreed. Agreed. What can we do to avoid that in the future? Is it a product? Is it a brand? Is mm-hmm. it a um, packaging issue? Is mm-hmm. it a you know uh, an IP complaint that we can actually maybe reach out to the manufacturer or the distributor and develop a relationship while we're working yes. through this um, this complaint or whatever until we get it removed? And in some cases, you can chalk up the whole experience to just experience because you may not be able to get it taken care of, but you have gone through, you've done everything that you can do, which is a celebration in itself. Right. Because what if you tapped out early? What yeah. if you, what if there were eight steps and you at step two tapped out and you didn't like get to the end and you don't know if you could have gotten that thing. Right. 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 There, exactly. there was a, I'm going to go a little off script here. Uh oh. There was a <laughs> recently an NBA playoff series uh-huh. where uh, I can't remember the team, but it was the number like number one seed in the East or in one of the conferences. Okay. I'm not a huge basketball fan. It's not a slam football. Yeah. And the the person who was on the losing team, he was the like the leader of the losing team, was interviewed and and the and the person interviewing him said something about how does it feel to fail? You must feel terrible after you failed to, you know, you were the number one seed and whatever. That's right. I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know exactly how the question was phrased, but I know it was about failure because the response I did see and the response was, we have failure every day. Like, we're not going to win every day in sports. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. We treat it as a learning experience. We're going to come back next year. We're not, you know, we're going to hope to not fail next year. Yeah, that's really good. But but if you never even get there, you don't have the opportunity to go through it. Right. And that's what I mean about the, you know, you might... Be, there might be eight steps in this process to deal with an IP complaint and and you get all the way through eight steps and it still doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Embrace the fact that you did everything that you can do. Yes. Right. As opposed exactly. to. And on that note, I feel we should bring up that we use Jeff Schick and Jeff Schick legal mm-hmm. at, if um, for our IP complaints or any account okay. health issues that we need to address legally that he's got a really good program. And so I just thought I'd throw that in. We do use him and we think he's he's great. And uh, if I remember right, uh, lawyers can't pay referral or like commissions right. and stuff like that. So, you know, we don't earn anything by saying no, that. No, no. And people who also talk about Jeff Schick in the community, they don't learn anything by, they don't earn anything by, by recommending Jeff either. Uh, right. This is just based on our experience. It's exactly. It's a great service to have. Um, we've had he's the opportunity. Peace of mind. It does. It helps me sleep so much better at night, knowing that if anything like that comes up, right, I can turn yeah, to Jeff. call Jeff and say, you know, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Often he says, it's okay, don't worry about it. We've been, <laughs> that just makes me feel better. We've been fortunate to spend a little bit of time with Jeff on a couple of different occasions. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, vouch for... He's also just a great guy. He is a great yeah. guy. Yeah. But, so maybe we'll have Jeff on the uh, on the Coach's Corner podcast. Oh, maybe we'll maybe we'll get him to do that. That's um, a great idea, right? So account health is one of those things that we absolutely celebrate. Right? We do, w- whether it's clear or whether there's an opportunity for us to um, figure out how to resolve. And we almost always learn something for the future mm-hmm. about any account health that we have to deal with. 
And that's that gives us peace of mind too. Okay, we've been through this before. We know how this goes. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I have to tell you about a coaching program that's been around for about 19 years. It's coached almost 10,000 e-commerce business building warriors. It's got a team of about 60 coaches who are not only great teachers with tremendous hearts who love their students, but they're all succeeding at the business strategies that you hear taught on this show. If you haven't figured it out yet, I'm talking about our coaching program. There's a link at silentgym.com. Get over there, get on our schedule, have a free consultation, zero pressure. We're going to help you build your business on that call. Sign up at silentgym.com, free consultation. See if our coaching program is a good fit for you, where you get to not only work one-on-one with one of our tremendous coaches, not only do you get that, you also get a reactive coach that you can contact at any point in time. That's a separate coach. You get all the training and content that we provide around here at no cost now and into the future. Tremendous list of benefits. I'm not going to go into all of them right now. Silentgym.com. Click on the coaching link, sign up for a consultation. Hey, let's get back to the program. Maybe we'll have Jeff on the uh, on the Coach's Corner podcast. Oh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get him to do that. That's um, a great idea. Right. So account health is one of those things that we absolutely celebrate. Right? We do. Whether it's clear or whether there's an opportunity for us to um, figure out how to resolve. And we almost always learn something for the future mm-hmm. about any account health that we have to deal with. And that that's, gives us peace of mind, too. Okay, we've been through this before. We know how this goes. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. We also. Can I just say I'm going to go off script too. Okay. (laughs) So I like to look at it as a deck of cards. Anybody who's coached with me has probably heard this story. So when you have a deck of cards, you have 52 cards, and you have four aces in in the deck, and you're looking for those aces. And I'm I'm talking about usually I'm talking about uh, searching for test aces. Yeah. So one thing that I like to celebrate is if I go through 20 aces and they none of them are good worthy worthy mm-hmm. test worthy yeah none of them are test worthy and i just i went through 20 aces and none of them were tests worthy well you know what i can celebrate the fact that there's 20 fewer that i have to go through those are turned over and i know those aces are in there mm-hmm. now i only have 32 <laughs> here we are doing math again don't let us do math on here <laughs> uh, then now i'm only uh 30 aces to come um, cards to go through to find the aces whatever, yeah. whatever the number is i have i don't have as many to go through mm-hmm. <laughs> right well it's kind of like we, we talk about uh, well you and i talk about anyway like trying to find a replant is like trying to find a needle in a haystack it can right. feel that way mm-hmm. um to a lot of people who are just starting out on this right Yes. And so what we like to do is carve out a smaller version of that haystack. Right. Right. That's, you know, 52, 100, 300, whatever, instead of the whole ocean. Right. right? Instead of going through, you know, 50 million products to find that. Right. that Amazon is a huge haystack. Yeah. With a few needles that we're trying to find. So we like to carve out a little bit of that. Yeah. Make it a smaller, make it a smaller haystack. Yeah. It's still a haystack. Yeah, yeah. But it's much smaller. Yeah. Right. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Now that I got myself doing math on. on. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> let me throw another one at you. IPI score. Oh, IPI score. Yeah. Yeah. We celebrate the IPI score. We do celebrate score. the IPI score. And 
sometimes the celebration is just that it didn't go down. Yes. Or it went up a couple of points, right? It's mm-hmm. a rolling average. And so, you know, the things that you do are going to take to try and improve your score are going to take, you know, a few weeks for that to kind of kick in and impact your overall score. Mm-hmm. So now's a good time to mention Q4 is not that far away. That's right. Uh, if you need to start cleaning up your IPI, you better think about that and put a strategy into place to figure out how you can improve that. But that is something that we look at every day and celebrate too. It is. Right? It is. It's a portion of the business that is important to us. It kind of We always know about what our IPI score is mm-hmm. and we're always giving attention to that just to make sure that it doesn't that it doesn't get away with from us and we don't happen to look, you know, not look at it for a couple of months and then all of a sudden go, "Oh shoot, now we've got stuff to manage." And I know that it's not just us because mm-hmm. um, in in at least two of our other masterminds, I hear people saying this all the time. Hey, my IPI score dropped by five. What the heck? Yes. Right? So they're tracking that every day as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, if it goes down, treat it as an opportunity, a learning experience that you can embrace and say, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make, you know, resolve this problem for the future. That's a win. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely a win. I think we also consider that uh, an opportunity to help other people that mm-hmm. we're working with. Okay, we've been through the IP, IPI go, score going down, and so let's look and see what what's causing that, and see what we can do to make it better. That's that's a lot of times what we do with people that we're working with personally, mm-hmm. and uh, so when we find ideas that we hadn't thought of before, just because our IPI score had some things going on, that's helpful for us to be helpful for others, mm-hmm. which is where we find our our <laughs> success and reward. That is our reward of life for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one of the other things or many of the other things that I think we can celebrate as well is were we able to outsource any tasks yes. last week, last month, last year, whatever. I mean, uh, it's rare that we're celebrating something we did last year and this year. But if it's right in that December, January timeframe, can mm-hmm. it absolutely be? But I remember, I don't think we celebrated when the very first thing that we outsourced because we didn't. We weren't maybe celebrating all the wins at that time. We were moving fast at that time. Because we were we didn't have a lot of time for celebrations because we were busy, right? Right. But absolutely, if there's anything that you were able to outsource in your business, whether you had you found a new shop or you found a way to uh streamline your your shopping in some mm-hmm. way. Maybe you, like we mentioned before, maybe you combined your curbside pickup with your in-store shopping yes. and saved yourself a little bit of time. Or you uh, found a way to save, you know, 30 minutes a day on something. Mm-hmm. You, you know, hired how to use a cashback site or right. something that's added to your profits. Yeah. Right. These are wins. These, these are really tangible things. Now, it's a, I think it's important not to get too far in the weeds about where you're, you know, focus on the things right. in your business that can, well, like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know. I lost where I was going to go with that. <laughs> uh, it happens. Anyway, <laughs> if you get a prep center. Yep. This is a major accomplishment for a lot of people. We heard from awesome. someone today who said, hey, we sent our first stuff into our prep center. Yes. Right? We're just waiting for the shipment to go out. <laughs> now, they were just adding that to their uh, in-store arbitrage business, but mm-hmm. it is a celebration when that happens. You yes. are scaling your business. With all of these things, you're maintaining, either you're scaling or maintaining the ability to scale. Making progress. It's all progress. Taking those steps forward. It's a win. Yes. It's um, a win. How about another one? Mm. What if you join a mastermind group? That's a great one. Is that a win? Yeah, I think so. I think it is too. Uh, I think, yeah, a lot of times our clients will tell us, oh, I found a mastermind group. Mm -hmm. And now I'm meeting with them once a week or once every couple of weeks or however often they meet. And it's so encouraging for me to be able to talk about this 
to other people that are doing the same thing that I am. And I'm learning from them and I'm sharing with them. I'm able to help them. That's really rewarding yeah. to be able to help other people. We know, and we do a lot of it. Uh, we, we try to help a lot of people and it's rewarding for us. Well, you know that the pers- we're all about perspectives, right? right? And the great thing about being in a mastermind group um, is that you have all these other perspectives about your business. Now, granted, they're probably yes. not as close to your business as you are, but sometimes you are so deep where they say uh-huh. you can't see the forest for the trees, mm-hmm. right? That, that someone else looking from the outside can give you a great perspective on your business. So just being true in touch with people in a mastermind um, or even a friend's group, if you will, mm-hmm. um, can be super beneficial and something to celebrate. It's an absolute win. I agree. It's a win. All right. It's a win. Okay, what else we got here? Uh, uh, how about uh, this one? I know this is your favorite. Oh, uh, this is this is, this is <laughs> my favorite personal one. Booking uh, a vacation. Oh, I love booking a vacation. What's not to celebrate about booking a vacation? Something to look forward to. We just did that. that. We did. Just booked a vacation with some business friends. This is going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. Yes. And uh, it's. Uh, I mean, what? I don't know how much more excited you could be about life than being able to go on vacation. Right. Right. Go away. Enjoy. Cool, right. Yeah. Now we try and have a little a vacation every day or every week. Right. right. A little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And so learning to appreciate what you have can be like that. Um, but still, there are things that are going to be special um, in your life and going on vacation is one of them. And that's a win. Booking the vacation, I think, is a win. Yes. What's the you second half else? of that? The second half of that is my business is prepared for me to go on vacation. Uh-huh. I think that's a pretty big one. Ah, that is right? great. Now, um, how do you how do you manage that? Well, the, it, it depends on what your book business looks like, mm-hmm. of course. If you're outsourced, it's a lot easier if you have people to you know handle the tasks that you would be handling if you were if you were there. That's great. But uh, we were just talking to a friend this weekend who is going on vacation and she she did all of her shopping and got everything sent to a prep center and already she's going to be gone for a few weeks, I think. And yes. So she does not have to want to have to worry about sourcing and shopping while she's gone. So she got a whole bunch of it taken care of ahead of time mm-hmm. so that she doesn't have to worry about it. Right. That is a huge win. I can't, she can just kind of imagine. check in every day and make yeah. sure nothing's then, going Then you on. really can just, the only thing you do is check in your sales, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, that's great. I love that you ha- that we have the ability to create our business in such a way that we can cram maybe a month's worth of work into 10 days mm-hmm. in preparation for a vacation. And so not only going on vacation, but being prepared to go on vacation is absolutely something to celebrate. Yes, because you don't want to be stressing out about everything that you you were supposed to do. You know, we get that in a job, mm-hmm. right? When, when we have a, a nine to five, we get stressed out when we go on vacation for mm-hmm. fear that something will happen that we can't manage and then it'll look bad on us and, and this is no fun. Mm-hmm. We don't want that to be in our own business. That's right. not why we're doing this. Right. Let's be prepared as much as we can and uh, get the help that we need mm-hmm. uh, or you know get things done ahead of time and plan for what that's going to mean to our business. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Last one. I quit my job. When oh. people, when our clients come to us and say, I was able to quit my job because my business is doing so well, my nine to five job doesn't matter anymore. That is just one of the it greatest is celebrations. Absolutely. That's what they were shooting for. Not everybody's shooting for that, mm-hmm. but if that's what they were wanting to do, that is just the best feeling to see somebody who is able to celebrate 
moving on from their job. And you can relate to that person. I can. I can. When I I was able to quit my job and I didn't have to go find another one, that was so big. That was so big. And I haven't been back to work since. And it, it just, it gives me such a feeling of freedom that I can do what's important to me, not not what's important to someone else. I can mm-hmm. build my business mm-hmm. instead of helping somebody else and instead of doing the work so someone else can build their business. Mm-hmm. It is just, it's just a wonderful thing. If that's what you're shooting for, make it happen. All right. I'm going to put a paradigm shift in here All right, and say, even if you can't quit your job mm-hmm. in reality, right? maybe you can quit your job in your mental headspace. We do that sometimes. Right? We do that a lot. And what I mean by this is pretend that you did quit your job, Mm -hmm. but you're doing it because you are an expert at what you do. And you were hired as a consultant Mm -hmm. and you are there as a, as a consultant, a success coach, whatever it is that, you know, where you make an impact in in the company that you're working for to say, yeah, you know, I'm doing this because I want to, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm adding value and I have all this expertise um, as opposed to... Uh, this is a stream of income for me, just it is, like right. my business is. Right. Right. Yeah. From, you know, maybe your heart is in your, is in your e-commerce business, but you can still be a success slash consultant for the company that... A success coach slash consultant for the company that you might be spending exactly. a fair amount of time at anyway. Exactly. And we do this ourselves. Sometimes we'll go away for a weekend and just pretend that we don't have any responsibilities and everything is passive income and it's all taken care of. And we just live as if it's like that. So maybe that's a little woo-woo for some people, but we, we have fun doing stuff like that. I do like it. Yeah. So, all right. I think we've gotten towards the bottom of the list. Yeah. Just to wrap this up, put a summary on it. Two things that we celebrate. (laughs) Yeah. We like to, uh, just to focus on the things that all the little, all the little things in your business, in your e-commerce business, in your life, in your job that can be chalked up to wins. Mm -hmm. Let's celebrate those things, right? So let me ask you, Brian, Mm -hmm. if something happens and, and your day starts out kind of tough or you've kind of been through half the day and you're just kind of struggling through it's not going as well as you would like for it to go where do you go what do you do to give yourself a little lift it's a good question and it happens right some people are not going to believe you some people are not going to believe me (laughs) well what do you think my answer is (laughs) sourcing (laughs) oh yeah Uh, there yeah this is one of the things i will frequently say to coaching clients is like it's true it really is the true. world is beating me up when Amazon is on my crap list and all the stuff is, seems to be going wrong. If I need a place to go where I'm like going to feel better about myself and my life, I will go sourcing. Mm-hmm. There's something I was thinking about this before we started because you mentioned it. There's something that, you know, it's, it's uh, what do they call it when it's cathartic, right? Yes. It's very methodical. And I can find success there. And I Me can too. That's lose. where I find I can find a win. I yeah. know I can find a win if I go sit out the source for a little while. Yeah. I know I'll find at least one win. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a win. And you know, you get to where some people like us get mm-hmm. to where you really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Some people never do. Yeah. Some people okay. can't believe that you ever could. Yeah. But you'll get there. If you want to, and, and that is one of our places that we go. And everybody has their own way of, of doing that. So it's, what else were you going to say? It's, it's a comfort zone for sure. 
Yes. Yes. Somewhere where I'm comfortable. Uh-huh. I know what the rules are. I know what's going to work for and me. And I know I can win. And I know I can win. Yeah. That's right. That's a better place to be than that, yeah. right? That's well, why. What would Ernie say? Winning. 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 This is why we, this is, yeah. That's, <laughs> well, what I was going to say is that if I'm really in a bad headspace, mm-hmm. that like, if you're like, wow, you're really grumpy today. And, I, and then I have to take a step back. I'm like, oh, am I grumpy? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll try to remember something that keeps me, uh, that changes my mindset a little bit. Like if you want to change your life, you got to change your life. Right. That's one that sticks with me all the time. If you want to change your life, you got to change your life. Oh, change my life. That means don't be a grump. Don't be a grump. Right. Okay. Don't want to be a grump anymore. So yeah. stop being a so grump. Don't be a grump. Okay. Well, <laughs> and then I can immediately usually focus on, I can find something that I can chalk up. Okay. This is, this is a win. And again, start getting back on the track. Usually when that happens, it's because it's like you get hit with a combination of things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. That wasn't a Muhammad Ali combo. It was some <laughs> other combo. It was an Amazon combo or a, you know, a yeah. prep center combo or, or something. Or a supplier combo. Supplier or, you know, it was like a combo followed by a combo followed by a combo. Yeah. And then you're like, feel like you're out on your feet. You gotta go, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's take a breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to reset. Yeah. Right. And go back. This is why we like to name all these things out because a lot of times right. if you don't identify what they are it can be hard to go find one but mm-hmm. when you have a list like this that you can refer to and go celebrate then it becomes much easier oh yeah let me look up my sales yesterday yeah yes i had this many sales i had this much profit that's right yeah. so a lot of times you know in the beginning you say i want to celebrate one sale a week mm-hmm. for all this month yep. for four weeks in a row yep one sale a week mm-hmm. great then you want to get one sale a day for 30 days in a row. So start small. The little things work. That's great. And then it'll grow. It'll grow. You'll do more of it. You know how you get more sales, right? Mm-hmm. You get more aces. Test more aces. Test more aces. Right. right. And you know how you quit your job? Test more aces. Test more aces. Absolutely. All right. Great episode. Great, great episode. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a good day. Celebrate with us. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. One last thing before I let you go. Once a week or so, typically on a Wednesday episode, we love to hang out with my good friend, Jeff Schick. He's our resident expert for all things Amazon legal and policy. He always has a great tip or strategy for us, something to be aware of as sellers. What do you got for us this week, Jeff? Well, I think the buzzword everyone is hearing about right now is identity verifications. And, uh, and what does that mean in the world of Amazon sellers? So... Uh, This segment's really geared towards helping sellers not fear the ID verification, which will come at some point, and and understand why it's happening and and how you can protect yourself against becoming one of the horror stories that people hear about. Now, let me just uh, ask you a quick question, Jeff, before you go there, because we're even talking about, I'm hearing from sellers, they've been selling for two or three years. Yeah. And Amazon's popping in like, hey, we need to verify your ID. And then panic ensues, of course. <laughs> like, right. Like everything from new sellers, which that's always been a bit of a challenge. And Amazon does like the little video review thing now to verify identity. Right. So we're talking about both of these, right? We are. Uh, mainly, though, it's the re-verifications is that people are, are, have, are, are coming across. Because like you said, it's the two to three-year-old seller. Even 13-year-old sellers have reached out to me saying they're getting hit with the verifications and wanting to know, well, what do we do about it? And how mm-hmm. do we... How do we handle it? So to jump right in, the reason why this is happening is that there's been a couple of U.S. laws that were passed that require Amazon to verify the identities for high-volume merchants. So they've got to comply with these federal acts in order to be compliant. 
They also, another thing that's been going on is there's been changes to the payment facilitator laws. And Amazon is what we would call a payment facilitator, meaning they accept payments on behalf of consumers that are then remitted to a third party, aka the seller, for those goods. And so um, because they're, they have to comply with these different payment facilitator laws and these other you know, laws like the Informed Consumers Act, they now have to go through and verify who they're paying. Sounds easy. It really is, for the most part, pretty easy. If you get one of those verification, you know, letters, which if you know, chances are, if you haven't gotten one yet, you probably will. It's not a need to panic, but it's really just as long as your ducks are in a row, you'll be totally fine. The biggest issues we're seeing right now is really comes down to people that are trying to hide who they are are running into issues. So naturally, if you are giving Amazon false information because you're trying to hide your identity you're not going to pass an identity verification suspension when they try to do it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, I know it sounds simple, but I've had a couple conversations with sellers where they were adamant that they wanted to make sure Amazon didn't find out who they were, and they went to great lengths. The problem is, is that if you give them, for instance, a P.O. box, and you say that you live in a P.O. box, you're not going to pass an ID verification suspension. Same thing goes if you've got, you know, if you live at 123 Maple Street, and your driver's license says 123 Maple Street, but you give Amazon a, an address for you know 789 Oak Street, that's going to raise a red flag. And the reason is not because you may own the house on Oak Street, but they're going to look you up. And they're going to type your social security number into a credit reporting agency database, most likely from Equifax or Experian. And they're going to pull up all of your known addresses. And it's going to pull up, hey, he lives at this address. And what you know, naturally is going to happen is they're going to flag it and say, well, we can't approve this because Experian says you live at 123 Maple Street and you gave us all this information showing you live on Oak Street. So unless you help us bridge the gap, how do we know, one, that you're not stealing the identity of somebody on Oak Street? Or how do we know that you're not a terrorist that's just reusing some random identity and address? Right. You know, it's all, all things that they have to worry about. You know, So sellers that are having issues right now, a lot of them really come down to having wrong information in there, you know, like it tells you what, please, like one of the questions is what is your place of establishment? Well, on Amazon, place of establishment is where you legally reside. Unless you're a big enough business that you have a commercial office space with a, you know, a state or county or city issued business license and business utility bills and, and, you know, your, your real legit business space, you know, zoning permits and all that sort of stuff, then you should be using your place of establishment address would be your home address. So when you give them a UPS store, that's not going to fly when they when they Google it and see that this is a UPS store that right. you're claiming to live inside of. Makes total so, sense. Yeah. So a lot of what we're seeing is, you know, it's no reason to panic, but if you have made these simple mistakes, just go in and fix them now. Don't wait till you get the verification to start fixing them, but certainly fix them before you submit the verification. Like if you forget, if you listen to this episode and you take no action, you forget about it. And in three weeks, you get a verification suspension. You say, oh, man, my place of establishment is still the UPS store. That's fine. Fix it. Then go through your verification. Don't think that you're going to just go through the verification and sail through it because it won't won't happen. They're going to call you out on it. And it's not going to be if it's going to go from a 24 to 48 hour process to a, you know, three, four, five, six, seven week process. Who knows how long? It depends on how many other people are failed that are in line ahead of you. Right. So, that makes total sense. It makes total sense why they would want to do it. 
And yeah, part of selling on Amazon is they need to know you are who you claim to be. Helps them fight fraud and you know fraudulent transactions. So it makes total sense to me. Yeah, it's come up a good handful of times in the Facebook group. So I appreciate you talking us through that today, Jeff. Good tips, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and thank I just you. Want to remind everyone too, uh, Jeff Schick is at jeffschick.com, just like the razor. You can put on a retainer for a few dollars a day. Anytime you have any IP complaints or legal issues or policy challenges, I've sent your team some some off the wall stuff. I mean, I've been doing this a long time and I still run into stuff pretty much weekly that I'm like, man, I need someone who knows their stuff. You're the thank guys you. we, we appreciate rely it. on. Yeah. And well, thank for, you. Thanks for being a sponsor at the uh, upcoming conference as well, the Proven Conference. You guys are coming, bringing oh. your team. How many of you guys are coming with it with you this year? So it's going to be two of our five people, although we, uh, next time you and I speak, we might have six people. So, right. uh, it's but uh, it's going to be two of us that are coming to, uh, to the conference. And we look forward to seeing everybody. Yeah, we can't wait to share. We've got some exciting stuff in the pipeline uh, that we're going to be announcing that you'll be the first to hear it at Proven. So make sure you stop by. We're going to have some special, you know, Proven proven offer for anybody that wants to to learn more about what we're coming up with and what we're launching. And it's going to be a uh, a special Proven pricing too. So Awesome. Yeah, lots of good deals. Do not miss that event, theprovenconference.com. And you can see yeah. on that page that Jeff is... Our top sponsor. We only got a couple top sponsor spots. Jeff grabbed one of them, and we certainly appreciate you making this event possible. And and you're behind. I don't know if I filled you in or not, Jeff, but we've been able to offer for a whole lot of people a bunch of scholarships were created because of the money that you guys helped provide for the event, where they can attend at no charge. So you're helping a lot of people attend the event at no charge, and a lot of gratitude from them and from me for making that possible this year. So thanks, buddy. Thank you. We really appreciate all that you guys are doing. So we're happy to, to be able to support it. So thank you. Outstanding. Well, we'll do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds good. I right, man. Talk to you I soon. have more to share then. <laughs> sure thing. See you. All right. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.